All right, guys, we have a special interview here with Click On This. I'm your host, Al Soto, along with my co-host. Desi Velez. We have The Sweet Remains, the awesome rock folk band who has a film to promote called The Independent. So let's go ahead and introduce the band, please. If you can introduce yourselves and your role in the film and the band. Greg Naughton. And Greg, you're both the writer of the script and you're also one of the band members. You write songs. Yes, we all do. We are the, the, the rare these days uh, three-headed monster. The nice. triple threat. I call you guys the triple threat. <laughs> Collaborative effort. You don't want to see us dance, but yeah. All right. And Brian, if you could. Hi, I'm Brian Chartrand. I play the role of Brian in The Independence. Uh, and I'm uh, one of the guitar players and, and songwriters of, of The Sweet Remains. All right. And Rich. Hey, guys. I'm Rich, and I'm coming to you live from Burlington, Vermont, where I live. And I play the role of Rich in the movie. All right. So I guess the first thing I have to ask, guys, um, I guess it's fictionalized versions of yourselves. But if you could talk to us about the parallels or the similarities between the band and your journey versus what we saw in the independence. Joe, you want to jump into that, Richie? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, as, as Greg might tell you, um, he wrote this film really as a fable, as sort of a exaggerated uh, version of us and of the experiences we've had over the years uh you know we've been together 14 years but each of us has had had a career as solo artists before this and you know we've just we've just had an incredible set of um things happen to us that are you know both good and bad that that i think greg realized would make a really interesting story well the script is very well written and I thoroughly enjoyed, you know, the, the ride, the ups and downs. I think many artists can relate to this, but there's a lot of symbolism in this. So I really wanted to talk about if you can fill us in on the symbolism and, you know, you guys put me in a bad spot because I really love this, but I don't want any spoiler mm -hmm. alerts. <laughs> but I love the reference in, of Oz. So if you could tell us about that. Well, you know, maybe there's are a few spoiler alerts to be had here, but we won't spoil anything big, hopefully. Um, you know, I mean, that's, I wouldn't call that heavy duty, uh, high art, literary symbolism, but to the extent that our journey uh, becomes sort of this uh, Wizard of Oz journey, like a lot of musicians on a quest to try and make music their lives or life in music, you know, you're always heading towards the Oz and what is the Oz? And uh, yes, I'm glad you picked up on that uh, fun little um, little uh, bread trail in the, in the film. And uh, I, I don't want to say too much more than that. He did a great job. You're yeah. Cameos in this. You have an amazing group of character actors. Can, do you want to throw out some names there? Tell us who's in the film with you. Well, we got Richard Kind, who is yes. sort of a, a featured uh, co-star in this, playing the manager of the band. And uh, as I've <clears throat> said before, I wrote this with him in mind. I like couldn't, I couldn't write a line without thinking and picturing him say it. So I called him um, and I've been friends with him 
for a long time from from my theater days and stuff because I started out actually running a, a indie theater company in the city. Um, and he uh, he immediately said, "Yeah, I'm there. I don't even need to read the script, Greg." Because that's, that's amazing. I said, "If you if you say no to this, you're gonna break my heart because that's all all I've done the whole time is think of you." <laughs> So he was obviously a, a great asset to this, and he, he kills it. Um, and then we have George Went, who yes, uh, Norm from Cheers, from Cheers, <laughs> who was awesome, uh, just a great guy and a friend of my family for a long time. So again, I called him, and he's like, "I'm there." Um, who else we got? Uh, Chris Sullivan, Chris Sullivan, buddies, uh, and who plays Toby on This Is Us has a, a nice cameo in it. And he's also, I think a lot of people know this now. They may not have known it um, a few years ago, but he's a musician, like a great musician. Oh, and, he was. Um, I mean, I was just really yeah. impressed. Yeah, that's amazing. He just had an album that came out as well that's worth checking out. I love it. And he goes under the name. Uh, uh, oh, he's got. It's, it's not under Chris Sullivan, but if you check his pages. His new name is, uh, what is it? Something the spouse. It's not Joey, Joe, Joe, Joseph the spouse. Joseph the spouse. <laughs> Joseph the spouse. Yeah. Well, so, I'd like, so. if I could, guys, I'd like to ask what aspects of the film are based on true events and what is fictionalized? You want to ask a specific? Uh, specific yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing if some of the um, experiences that you, you had as, as a band um, were, were, were true stories. Well, I, I, I have one that I think... Um, was is definitely taken from our shared experience as a band and that was that we really the first time we all played together was in a hotel room um mm -hmm. in in reality uh we had been on a tour and uh rich and i were traveling across the country and rich had played with greg before um but we had never all met and played together um and uh rich said to greg that he should join us that night and and we literally met um, in our hotel room and, and kind of from the first moment that uh, we decided, well, what, you know, what songs are we even going to play tonight? Um, we all kind of have a, a, a natural, we, we fall in with kind of naturally organically uh, vocally, but also, you know, musically. So um, that part of the film uh, certainly is a direct reflection of, of how we met and the first time we made music together. But I think that, Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's the most charming thing about your film that you guys have such different characters. Is it okay? To, I'm not doing a spoiler alert by saying the different characters, right? We have <laughs> one character is working in a collegiate atmosphere. Then Brian, your character is like a hippie vagabond with you know some right. issues yeah. with peace. <laughs> and then Greg's character is like. Uh, works on cutting down trees and weed whacker and you just you so just there is there is an element and and uh of truth to all of those things rich comes from a family of academics he's probably the the highest uh, achieving academic in the group and oh, cool. you know, his <coughs> masters in history at oxford and all kinds oh wow okay so there are a lot of parallels there yeah and uh i actually characters. my day job for years was was you know being a climber cutting trees and, and stuff my, ah, my favorite day job okay. and uh brian is definitely a homeless and if you guys can think of a place to uh <laughs> yeah i'm looking for a place to crash actually yeah that, that's definitely the biggest stretch in the film but um yeah you know i think what i wanted to catch about brian is that he's 
this sort of uh, sneaky, funny guy who I wanted to put him in, in these really exaggerated situations where we might get to see him have to deal with crazy circumstances. And when we first all met, he definitely was like that first time we played in that hotel room, he was this big, long haired, uh, hippie looking dude. And so mm -hmm. uh, all of that start, sort of filtered into the story. And Rich, do you actually play guitar bottomless on, on the usual? <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do quite a bit. Uh, you do. Are you wearing pants right now, Rich? No, no. It, All right, please stay that's, seated. Yeah, that's yeah. one of that's one of the, the, the that's one of the great things about COVID is uh, you know you you have no idea if I'm wearing pants or not. <laughs> Exactly. It's like we're back to the, the film. Is it art imitating life or life imitating art? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what keeps us guessing for question. sure. Um, there's actually an interesting quote from, um, I believe it was Greg, your fictionalized character, that digital destroyed music. Do you agree with that? Uh, how, how, how all music has become digital? and I don't think you could say anything like that, that that's going to be that absolute. Um, yeah. You know, it's certainly a lot grayer than that, but this character and this version of of me uh, certainly suspects there are elements of truth in that, that we're still trying to grapple with what the whole digital revolution has done to music. It's made a whole lot harder. It's made certain things easier. And mm -hmm. I don't know that we've caught up yet to how to uh, meld all that together, you know, to make it work and I mean that in all different kinds of ways both artistically it's so much easier now to send um you know files around and do this all digitally correct because that's how we're making music right now the three of us you know we can't be in the same room so we're doing this you know throwing files around but on the other hand not being in the same room together making music is not necessarily the ideal solution for making music you know so there's that, and then monetarily, it's just a, it's a, it's a wild world out there right now as an indie artist. Because yes. All these outlets like you guys are providing right here for us to actually reach people on a, on a grassroots level. But on the other hand, like you know, streaming has totally devalued what our creations are worth. Um, so that's just the, an interesting dilemma we're stuck in and, and hopefully at some point it'll all get fixed in the wash. Well, to help you guys out, <laughs> your, your music is great. Do you want to go ahead and mention on here where the audience can purchase your music? No. Okay. It's a secret. It really, we, we don't, 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 don't tell anybody. Uh, actually, we have a, a website, thesweetremains.com, anywhere you Google and the, the Sweet Remains will come up. And uh, of course we have a Shopify page and that sort of thing that we'd love to, to sell through because we get the highest percentage of all that sort of thing. But you can find us pretty much uh, anywhere in iTunes and, and the dreaded Spotify's and all that sort of thing. I said dreaded, but. <laughs> we know you mean it, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> We're fortunate to have a lot of love from Spotify, which. Yeah great and that's actually kept us going yeah but you guys are just so talented i mean that the i mean it's true I, I don't really i can't really think of any bands that have the three-part vocalizing harmonizing um appeal that the three of you have um 
I guess growing up, what were your musical influences and, and um, who contributed to being the artist you guys are today? Well, I guess I, I can kick that off uh, because I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the things that um, makes our music relatively interesting is that we kind of all have different uh, backgrounds and, and influences. Um, I mean, personally for me, uh, I, you know, first time I heard James Taylor was the first time I thought I, I could actually sing because up until that point, I was listening to pop music on, on the radio and mm -hmm. I was just infatuated with like Prince and, I, and, and, and Queen. And I just, I couldn't sing like that. But then I heard James Taylor and thought, oh, I can actually sing. I mean, it's not as good, but I can at least sing that range, you know? Um, <clears throat> so that was a big influence on, on me vocally and, and with guitar. Um, and then of course, uh, I have to mention Steely Dan and, and their arrangements and, that certainly affected how I write. So that's, that's, that, those were my influences. Craig and Rich? Well, yeah, for I, I'll jump in to say that, you know, part of what the, the genesis of this group was, was I met Rich before I met Brian, and as he was explaining, and we had collaborated for a little while, and we're both big fans of Harmony stuff, like old the old super groups, the the, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and, yes. and the and the, and the um, Eagles and such. And so we were doing a lot of Harmony, but we kept going. Ah, I missed that third part. I missed that third part. So the day that we sat in that hotel room and he started playing the guitar, Brian did, and then dropped in a third vocal. I just remember that was like a moment in one of those rare moments in your life where you're like okay, something just radically just changed in, you know, my trajectory of what I'm going to be doing for the next uh, period of my life. And that was 14 years ago. Wow. And Rich? You know, I think that um, that style that you have is what makes you so unique right now. And I actually miss that style quite a bit. So it was great to see mm -hmm. it in the movie. I'd like to hear Rich's uh, influences. Yeah. Well, for me, it sort of begins and ends with the Beatles. Uh, I'm a massive Beatles fan and um and I think you know like like Brian James Taylor Paul Simon um you know bands like the police yes. um you know I'm, I'm and you know some of the more sort of contemporary artists I'm a huge fan of Patty Griffin um we're all big fans of uh, artists like Martin Sexton and Ray LaMontagne and, and John Mayer, his, his record born and raised from 2012 uh, was, was a huge record for me. David Gray is a, is a big influence on me. I, we could talk about this for, you know, all night. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So did you feel like uh, the film was a way to market the band more so, or were you, just trying to tell a story or was it yeah, a combination of both? I don't think both? that was the, the impetus uh, mm -hmm. at all, at least from, from my point of view. I started sort of writing this little script uh, in the closet, uh, figuratively speaking, without you know letting them know about it until a certain okay. time. I was like, hey guys, I kind of wrote this script based on you know mm -hmm. just trying to understand what this thing we're doing together means and what you know this really odd um, brotherhood slash uh, polygamous marriage thing of being in a band is all about. And uh, I think we're all naturally 
you know, storytellers. We want to tell stories. And so it, that's really was the impulse for me. It's like, I just got an idea that we had all these crazy events and things that have happened to us. And what we were doing is really crazy and interesting. And I wanted to tell that story to study it, you know. Now, Greg, out of the three storytellers here, you are were originally the only actor. And, and your dad is in here playing a nice role. Your yeah. dad was great. So I'm just wondering, um, I could not tell that the that that Rich and Brian were not actors. You you all seem so natural. Yeah. How was it for you guys acting the first time? It was it was um, both thrilling and totally daunting. In fact, in the weeks leading up to the first day of production, I, I was still trying to convince Greg to uh, that that he'd made a terrible mistake and. Oh. Um, <laughs> But it was it was really fun. And, and, you know, one thing we've talked about before is that because we have built over years of, of playing together a, a real sense of trust and a real sense of chemistry, mm-hmm. um, it was a different type of performance, but it was it was still, you know, especially in the, the, the music that we play it's important for us that our music feels authentic and um, mm-hmm. true. And so I think, you know, in, in some strange way, it was, it was a, not a huge leap for us creatively. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would just say that, um, yeah, ha- ha- having not spent much time in front of a, 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 a camera, um, I think what I just went to the place of, I'm just hanging out with my buddies and, and I, I think um, it was beneficial no. that the that the characters weren't so far removed from who we were, or didn't tap into that chemistry that we naturally have when we when we are spending time together, hanging out and and laughing and joking around. So um, it felt very natural in a in a kind of uh, I'm removed from my body, looking at this situation, but I'm still just hanging out with my friends, you know. So I think that that's where I went personally, and you you forget the camera, obviously, and you you know you spit out your lines and react and and, but it's ultimately we were just you know having a ball well you really took us on that journey it was all very natural very convincing very you guys are characters are very endearing but you know we have a question about the name of the band what made you switch it to sweet remains from rgb yeah um we really were RGB for, for a, uh, a while in the beginning of this, but until we could come up with a name, we kept going RGB, it's not, it's not great. What, we gotta come up with another, another name. And um, in, in a way, The Sweet Remains would be a perfect title for this movie, but we didn't necessarily want to make it feel like the movie was just a promotional vehicle for the band. I wanted it to, to you know, stand on its own legs as a, as a story, but, um, I think the way that we got to the sweet remains, like we spent, I don't know, was it a year or more just like throwing names at each other going, how about this? How about this? And it was the first one. I think we all kind of went, yeah, yeah, I like that. And I think part of the perspective was sort of the Phoenix from the ashes idea. And, and it's, it's also what the story is about. It's these three solo artists who, for me, I'm speaking for me personally, and I know this. This is there's an element of this in for certainly for Rich and as well. But we met at a moment where I was at a crossroads about whether I was going to be able to make a life in music um, and continue to to do it really at all. And so the moment that 
we did this and I was like, it rekindled my hope of being able to, my dream of being able to make music and make it such an important part of my life. And so that's where I think the Sweet Remains came out of. We'd all been through like, just the way this film starts where the guys were, are just at the absolute end of their rope with trying to live a life as artists. That's kind of where I was at. I love that. Brian and Rich, I was curious if you got the acting bug from, from doing this film. Would, would you like to do any more future acting work? Greg, I know that you've, you have some great credits on your IMDb, Greg. So I know you've already been there and done that. Um, but Rich and Brian, would you act again? I'd love to. And uh, we keep, you know, Greg is, keeps writing and, and uh, I keep saying, so what's, what's my role? And uh, so far, so far he hasn't given me one yet. Yeah. <laughs> I keep emailing Greg. He doesn't, re he doesn't reply. Um, so I'm looking for representation. Uh, currently. <laughs> well, you know, the Grammys are coming up and we're going to see if Brian wins the first ever Grammy for acting. Uh, and if he does, that hopefully will open up uh, new avenues for his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're, we have bets on who's going to be the first to get their egot. <laughs> yes, uh, Emmy, 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 Grammy, Grammy Oscar, Oscar, Tony. Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So far, so far, we're zero for four. Everybody's zero for four so far. <laughs> if you made this a series, I'd watch it because I just can see the experiences that you guys have as a trio endless. It's really great that's true somebody's gonna have to come up with a lot of money to make that happen but yeah <laughs> have you thought of a sequel for for this film we joke about it but we yeah. gotta get this one out there first <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you showing it have you are you entering it in a lot of festivals is are you so having we did we did festivals uh we had a great festival run with it it really uh it won some awards and, and we have some nice you know write-ups and people seem to yes. really enjoy it so that was really encouraging. And then, um, you know, the distribution field is changing so rapidly. It's been hard to find a place for this because as uh, you guys probably know, having watched it, it's kind of a rainbow unicorn in, uh, as I uh, started saying, in the world of, it doesn't fit in a real genre. There isn't a genre of this. Like, I think it yeah. might be the only example of a- uh, Musical drama. Narrative feature, like character drama, Yes, by right. an actual band uh, that I can think of. So um, that and, and us being like three unknown, you know, um, uh, movie uh, personalities, it, it's definitely made it challenging to figure out where we fit in the distribution world. So we've, we've, you know, gone to, we have this great partnership with Giant Interactive and starting next week, we're really pleased that um, two of our favorite art house chains, Lemley and Angelica have picked it up for a virtual cinema run. Nice. Yeah, they're closed down like all the cinemas Congrats. are. In another challenge, and so they're going to run that. And then at March 9th is a wider window. You'll be able to get it everywhere, like your Apple TV and what have you. But if you go to the IndependenceFilm.com, you'll always be able to find out where we are, and we'll have certain like events going on to, around this live stream events and other things that we'd love people to check in on. When did you shoot this film? This was a few years ago. Yes. We kind of shot it over a couple of years, um, okay. in, in 2016 and then through oh. into 2017 and um, kind of around other tour dates and other releases and things we had. And to some extent, you know, as, as money and fundraising would allow. But, um, and then we went through a pretty long 
editing process where one of the great acts of hubris of writing your first script is I, the first cut of this was three hours long. <laughs> There's a whole other film on the floor somewhere. That you oh, wow. Watch. The yeah. director's cut is coming, I guess, right? Yeah. But we're, but we're talking a couple years of, of production. Yeah. Of, wow. I mean, not full-time production, no, but I mean, it was, yeah. we, we did a, a couple of big batches of shooting um, at different times. And obviously there's an LA component, which happened at a different time from the yes. East Coast component. And then once we got all that together and looked at all the footage, we're like, okay, well, we're missing this and this. And we got to be, be, we screwed up that scene. We got to fix that. So we came back later and did another batch of East Coast shooting and such like that. I commend you, you know, because honestly, in watching the film, I had no idea. I mean, usually that's kind of a, a, a scary thing because actors yeah. can change. They can either lose weight, gain weight, come back incredibly tan. And it's like, oh my gosh, you don't match. Yeah. Yeah, I, there was a little stress about, I think Rich had continuity his beard at one point and there was yeah. a little stress that, that, wasn't, that he couldn't do it, but it, it, I'm glad you didn't notice any continuity issues. Yeah, that, I think I, I saw a glimmer of an in and out cup to show that you're in LA. Was, was that the case? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, were, we were in LA for sure. Yeah. In and out holds hold a special place in, in our heart, mine, <laughs> mine and Brian, especially because the very first time that uh, Brian and I ever hung out, uh, I picked him up from the airport in Sacramento mm -hmm. and I said, hey, are you hungry? He said, yeah. So we went straight to In-N-Out Burger and, and that, was, that was our first date, so to speak. <laughs> LA staple, yes, yeah. I love it. That's awesome, guys. Wow, what an incredible interview, guys. Uh, for, Thanks thank for having you us. so much for talking to us here. On click on this, and um, we always yeah, like to. The music was great. The music was great, and, and there's one question yes. that let me oh, to get out. Yes. Um, the the music to the film is that going to be available for people? The well, soundtrack. The music to the film is kind of available because what I ultimately did was used uh, our whole, you know, four four albums worth of music as the sort of storyline. To, to the whole movie. So all of the music is pre-existing music. Obviously they're, they're unique and live versions that we did live to tape in, in, the, in the movie. At some point we may put out like a playlist type of thing, or maybe we, you know, these days, is anybody making CDs much anymore? We might make a CD of it, but um, yeah, you can get it at thesweetremains.com. You can find links to, but anywhere, anywhere you get your music, uh, all the stuff, all the songs here are, are in there. Awesome. And I see the independencefilm.com, the official website. The of the movie, right? and, and one last question, Greg. Sure. Did your dad, he was, he was just so cute in this. Did you guys get a real kick out of acting together as a father and son duo in this? Yeah, it, it was a guess. Yeah, that was really fun. And, um, and, and interesting, you know, like as anybody uh, who has a father knows, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, there's that dynamic is, always fun and interesting. And so I do remember there was like, there was one moment where I was trying very um, carefully to give him a, a certain note, um, <laughs> you know, and like you know, the, the dynamic of giving your dad, mm -hmm. especially when your dad's a two-time Tony award-winning actor, yes. uh, a, a, and you know, much more experienced than all of us, a note. So, something was happening where that was being glossed over and Brian was trying to, I don't know if you were trying to like, uh, to, to smooth what you thought might be an awkward moment or what it was going on. But then I remember my dad going, it's okay, Brian. I, I think he's trying <laughs> to give me a note. 
awesome. And, and he stopped and he was okay. And then we did. Well, we totally took it on board. Um, but Greg's dad. Greg's dad is a is an incredible guy and obviously an amazing actor. And and he's been an important part of this band really since the beginning because you know he's he's been a supporter, but he's also been the fourth in our ping pong battle. Oh, nice. I mean, for years, you know, we all, we all live all over the country, so we tend to have, like, somebody's home base to hit no matter where we are. I love and whenever it. whenever we were hitting where my dad lives, we would generally stay there, and he would be so psyched for us to come. So he's like, all right, I got the beer in the fridge. I got the cooler. I got to put the ping pong table up. We're going to play ping pong. And, uh, yeah, most nights it would be like, Dad, we got to go to bed. We got to gig tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, let's party. Oh, we didn't mention his name, James, right? James. Yeah. And and we forget, look- forget about your wife too. Your wife's in the film. My right? wife plays uh, Kelly. She is Kelly O'Hara uh, with an I, but she plays Kelly with a Y. See what you did there? That's sneaky. Ah, that's She's got that kind of reach. slightly different there with the name there. <laughs> She's got that kind of reach. I love that. I love how it's uh, a family affair because you guys, uh, as a band, are family. And Greg, you. You put your own family in the film, which I think is great. Yeah, my and, sister's in there too. My sister plays wow. uh, plays the 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 proprietress of that. Uh, what's the name of the end? The Goshen Inn, when we all have that. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. your sister. And I think I weren't your your kids. I mean, I I know Owen. There was a scene that the kids were going to be in uh, in yeah. the background, but uh, but then that got cut. Yeah. Wow! Amazing. And well, guys, still speaking to you. Who? Your my kids? kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, my my son. There's a moment you guys probably noticed uh, when uh, Rich and Brian are out in the field, and at the end of the big scene, oh, Rich is yes, out, and he just, you know, he's 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 drop the f bomb, right? Who's never cursed in his life? Yes. Uh, <laughs> And and you hear suddenly you hear from way off you hear a little kid yell you know, f you f you that was my son <laughs> oh that's great I love that he loved okay. it. he loved doing that he's like he's like really I, I can say this <laughs> he was only like seven I think uh, so it was kind of mind blowing to him. <laughs> That's awesome. hilarious. Well, guys, thank you so much. This has been an incredible interview, guys. The Independence, of course, check out the website for information on where you can see this film, video on demand, um, next week, right? Available on yep. video on we demand. have some events going. No matter if you're in different places, there is an actual physical screening in Fairfield, Connecticut on the 27th. A very limited yes. seating, though, because of the COVID protocol. Of course. Yeah. But and then we're doing some events on the 25th. I think we're going to be doing a live stream event. Um, and but all that stuff's going to be posted and, and advertised over the weekend on, on our website. So check them out. The independent. Well, thank you so much, guys. We'll be following you and please stay safe. Mm-hmm. I see really great things coming in the future. You guys yeah. are phenomenal. You guys are great. Thank it was a blast talking thank with you. you. Thank you. Thank Before you, so you guys go, if we could do, do a quick little promo, let us know who you are. You're on Click on This. Plug for the film. Brian, you got it. Me? Yeah, do it. We are The Sweet Remains. We're here promoting our film, The Independence. Uh, thanks for clicking on this, on Click on This. And uh, yeah, I'm crafty. <laughs> and we hope to see you soon. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Bye. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. That was great. Ciao. Yeah, great film. Thank Congrats. You.